We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're talking about who in the world was Jesus. And I want to pick up here in the third chapter of Luke because here we find the ministry of Jesus just about to begin. Now, Jesus has lived 30 years upon this planet Earth. He was born here of a woman. He had no earthly father. God was his father. He was born of a virgin. And the prophecy was that a virgin will conceive and bear a child. 750 years before Jesus was born, that prophecy came forth through Isaiah. And it came to pass 750 years later. Jesus lived upon this planet 30 years. And in that 30 years, he never did one single miracle. He didn't heal one single person. And we stop sometimes and ask ourselves why. But let's pick up with it here in the third chapter of Luke, verse 21. Now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heavens were open, and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age, being, as was supposed, the son of Joseph. Well, we know he wasn't the son of Joseph. He was the son of God. But here you find the account where Jesus comes to John to be baptized. Now, Jesus is evidently, it's right around his birthday, says he was about 30 years of age. And we notice, if you study the scriptures in the life of Jesus to this point, that he has not done one single miracle. He has not healed anyone. He has not cast out any demons. But yet, we know that he was the Son of God. But first of all, Jesus was a man. He was born of a woman, which is the legal entry into this planet. And we'll share some more concerning that later. But he was born of a woman on this planet. He walked like a man, he talked like a man, he ate like a man, he got tired like a man, because, first of all, he was a man. But then God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and healing power. After he was baptized here in the River Jordan, or as he was baptized in the River Jordan, it said the Holy Ghost descended upon him in a bodily shape like a dove. Now, surely Jesus was as much the Son of God when he's 29 as he was when he's 30. And you know, in religious circles, the common belief is that Jesus healed the sick because he was the Son of God, and that he did all these miracles to prove that he was the Son of God. Now, that sounds good, but it's just simply not true, and it won't bear it out in the Bible. Now, let's follow this and notice what happened as Jesus was led of the Spirit into the wilderness in chapter 4 here. And he was tempted there forty days. And verse 3 says, The devil said to him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. Jesus answered and said, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Now notice as Jesus confronts Satan after the Holy Ghost has come upon him, he does it with the word of God. Now, there's a great secret to be learned here. It's really not all that secret, but it's lain here for years, and it took us a while to get into it. It did me, I know. 
The way Jesus defeated the devil here was with the Word of God. Now, that's the way we're going to defeat the devil or keep him defeated. Actually, Satan is a defeated foe. But we have to enforce his defeat. And if we get involved in fighting the devil, we're going to lose because Jesus already fought the fight and he won it. But now if we'll hold fast to the pattern that Jesus gives us here, we'll always come forth victorious. Because when the devil would come to him with something, he'd just quote what God said about it. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Now, if that being true, and it is because it's the word of God, then if we turn that around, we could learn a great truth about something else here. If you would live by every word of God, then if we go by the words of the devil, they're going to kill us. There's life in God's word, and there's death in the devil's word. So if we're going to go around quoting the words of the devil all the time, it's going to produce death in us instead of life. As you follow Jesus here, verse 5, The devil taketh him up to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. The devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee in the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. Now listen to this statement that Satan makes. He said, I'll give you all of these things if you just fall down and worship me, because it's mine. Now, there's people that disagree with him and say, no, the devil just lied. It, it really wasn't his. But he did have the lease on it, you see. And he knew what Jesus had come to do. Jesus had come to destroy the works of the devil. The Amplified says to loosen, dissolve, and undo the works the devil had done. So Satan knew that Jesus had come to get the authority back and get dominion of the earth back and delivered back into the hands of men where it rightfully belonged. So he starts to bribe Jesus, try to bribe Jesus into not going to the cross, not having to suffer the separation and becoming sin, with this that he put before him. He said, For it is delivered unto me, and unto whomsoever I will, I give it. But now, you see, if that was a lie, and Jesus didn't question it, then the very fact that Jesus didn't come against it would kind of make him a partner to the thing if it really was a lie. But the Bible says that he tempted Jesus. Now, to be tempted, there'd have to be something to tempt him with. So Satan did have something there. Of course, he was probably lying about giving it to him, but <laughs> he, he did have something that Jesus was after. But now watch what Jesus said. In verse 8, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And then, of course, he brought him to the pinnacle of the temple, Satan did, and said, now, if you cast yourself down, you know, and prove that you're the Son of God. Tempted Jesus to commit suicide. That's exactly what would happen if he'd cast himself off that temple, because Jesus was walking as a man. Now, Jesus just simply quotes what God said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Now, in this, you see that Satan shot his best shot at Jesus. He tried the things that he was hungry. He'd been fasting, so he tried bread. Then he tried to offer him the thing that he came to get without having to go by the means that he would have to to obtain it. 
And then, when all else failed, he started quoting Scripture. Do you know the devil knows some Scripture? But now the devil quoted it out of context, see. And that's the devil's ultimate deception. If everything else fails, he'll come to you and try to get you to quote or to believe Scripture out of context. And it'll get you in trouble every time. You know, you could take scriptures out of context and prove anything you wanted to from the Bible. The Bible said Judas went out and hanged himself. Another scripture says Jesus said, go thou and do likewise. <laughs> and a lot of people have because they took scripture out of context and they hung themselves, you know, far as with the word of God because they didn't do it accurately according to the word of God. At any time you go to taking scriptures out of context and perpetrating the doctrine, you're going to get hung with it. <laughs> now, Jesus is 30 years of age. He's been baptized now in the River Jordan. The Holy Ghost has descended upon him. And look at verse 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him throughout all the regions round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up for to read. There was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it is written. Now notice, he found this text. He didn't just open it up and say, well, I guess we'll just read from here. He's beginning his ministry, and in his own hometown, he stood up and said, reading from the Word of God, quoting what God said about him through the Old Testament prophet, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, gave it again to the minister, sat down, the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened upon him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Now you'll notice here that Jesus tells them exactly what God said about him. Regardless of what they felt, regardless of what they believed, he simply boldly proclaimed what God said. Now that's the same way he used the word of God on the devil. He used it on the Pharisees. He used it in the temple. He just simply quoted what God said about him. And it's one of the great secrets of living a victorious life on this earth is daily saying and speaking what God has said about you. And it'll lead you to victory every time. Can you say amen? amen. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast as we've taught today on who in the world was Jesus. Now, we have an offer this week that I believe will be very enlightening to you. It's CD offer number 7232. It's called the Identification Series. You know, we talked about last week, who in the world are you? And this week, we're talking about who in the world was Jesus. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19 entitled Identification Series. And I believe it'll help you understand that God has created us in His image and His likeness and has given us dominion over this planet, but we have to take authority over the devil that has invaded this planet. He's illegally in this planet, and he's brought sickness and disease and poverty and all of that. In the book of Romans, in the fifth chapter, verse 17 
says, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they that receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Paul says we ought to reign in life as a king would reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Well, when we understand that we've been given the authority to use the name of Jesus, we have the power of God because of the Word of God. God's Word is His power. And in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus showed us what the Word of God would do in flesh, blood, and bone form upon this earth. And we're created in the image and likeness of God. Do you remember in the 11th chapter of Genesis where it says the devil worshipers were going to build a tower so high that the flood couldn't get them again, the Tower of Babel? God said, let us go down. It says nothing will restrain them from doing what they have imagined to do. In other words, these were devil worshipers. And what about us today? If we can image the Word of God and what God said about us, what we can do in this earth is awesome. That's offer number 7232 for a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.